The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. The Underdog Sports Podcast Network presents Hang Time, a pro basketball podcast. Welcome uh, to another episode of the Hangtime Podcast. I'm Will Posnan, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kia Stokes. Hello, hello. And uh, I just, I kind of did this a little bit strategically. I just sent you the article right before we started so that you would still be, I don't know, feeling interested in it. Because it's like, it's, it's a weird story, and it's one that... When I first read about it, I cared about it for a moment, and then I stopped caring. Let's start with that and then go into another – a more basketball-centric conversation that I wanted to have <laughs> with you. But, okay. uh, but yeah, so in the last week, uh, Justin Timberlake got caught holding hands with a co-star of his, and I wouldn't – I think I cared at least ten times as much because uh, his his co-star kind of looks like you. I mean, I'm watching the video right now. I just had to Google the girl. And if you think I look like that, I will definitely take that as a compliment. Uh, um, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I'm watching the video right now where they're supposedly holding hands or whatever. And I don't know. It's like, maybe I'm just waiting for, like, the good part to happen. But I don't know. I feel no, like everybody just Nothing takes, happens. Yeah, like, then, but they just take everything out of, like, make it a bigger deal than it has to be. I think that, uh, yeah, so I think a lot of things are going on here. First of all, I think this is a great example of how intrusive uh, paparazzi and just people, like I don't even know, I don't think the person filming them was a paparazzi person. I just think that people are nosy and they don't respect other human beings, you know? Yeah. So it's crazy uh, the level of, I mean, if Justin Timberlake, now Justin Timberlake knows if he wants to do anything, if he wants to cheat, he's got to be like a savant about it, you know. <laughs> like he got to go indoors, basically. He, yeah, <laughs> he can't. He can't cheat outdoors. He can't go to restaurants with. So, I think that uh, the other thing is though they are kind of holding hands. Like this is this is not the first time they've hung out. Like it's not like it's not like the thing where. Uh, even Kevin Hart was making out with a girl in the in the limo. It's not like that. It's more like, oh, they're they're friends and and more possibly, you know? Yeah, but I mean, some people are just like that. I mean, granted, if you're married, you have to have boundaries and stuff. Like, even if it's your best friend, but sure, I don't know. I just feel like that video was stupid, and everybody made a bigger deal than it needed to be. After watching it, I just feel like that was stupid. The other thing is, he was really drunk and. So are, is that a rule now that if you're famous you're not allowed to get really drunk because I don't know. That's... I mean, first of all, I don't care how drunk you get, you can control yourself. Like, you might not but, be able to control like what you say or what, you, but you know. He wasn't even. He wasn't. It's not like he was making out with her, or like making a move. He was literally, if he had been like, look, she was holding my hand because I was about to fall over down a flight of stairs or something like she was just making sure i didn't fall out of this chair he might have been able to pull off that argument because he was that 
I mean, I'm I'm not saying he like him being drunk is a bad thing at all. I think that people deserve a chance to unwind however they want to, and as long as they're not like addicted to stuff, then they should get. To oh, for sure. Yeah. I just hate when people use the "I was drunk" excuse. Like, okay, <laughs> you're yeah. drunk, so you. That doesn't mean you go out and like murder all these people, or you go and cheat on your like husband. Like, that sure. doesn't mean that. Like, sure. you know right from wrong. Even if you're drunk, you just like might just do more like something more stupid like go get a tattoo like you know <laughs> what you're doing so that's, don't ask people use alcohol as an excuse like no nah, you knew better that like, you knew that that's true especially if it's a thing where it's like they were drunk and then they arranged to meet at a hotel and they drove across town yes, and exactly yeah. like, but he was don't just, be stupid he was just holding hands with i mean he should have been like look i was gonna fall out of my chair but then the other part of this <laughs> is is that we have no idea what Justin Timberlake's relationship with his wife is. That's the main thing that... So I thought it was funny because the girl looks like you, and I didn't know if you were a Justin Timberlake fan or not, but I know that if, like, Amelia Clark was cheating on her boyfriend with a guy that looked like me, I'd be happy that day. <laughs> but Okay. I but, mean, yeah. I mean, I think she's really pretty, so if she looks like me, like I said, I will take that compliment. Like, hey, what up, Justin? I don't even like you like that, but... Whatever. Okay. Well, she's in a show. Apparently, her her big role is that she's in a show on Netflix with Michael B. Jordan, starring across from him. So he's got to watch Ooh. out too. You know, he might get his hands held sometime in the near future. Oh, it's dangerous out here for those guys. Be careful yeah. now. She's out here. But uh, so that's the one. That's the funny side of it. But the thing I don't like about it is that we don't. And it was the same thing with the Kevin Hart thing. We don't know the relationship between these people and their wives. And I really don't like that the public and Justin Timberlake only apologized because the public was demanding an apology. It's not like Jessica Biel was like, I demand an apology. The right. public was, and it's not their business and it's they don't know the relationship. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was agreeing with you. It's just annoying. Like, like fans feel like so entitled to stuff. Like, I don't know. It like really makes me mad. Like, okay, I'm not a celebrity by any means, but in college one time we were working at camp. So it was like our whole team and like in Connecticut, we were kind of a big deal. Yeah. So we stopped at um, Friendly's to, like, get some food after a long day of camp and, like, dealing with these loud-ass kids all day. I love the kids. Don't get me wrong. But, like, it's in a hot gym. Like, we're hungry. We're tired. Whatever. So we go to Friendly's just to get some food. And this family, um, well, as a mom and dad and her daughter, like, came up to the table was like, hey, we're big fans. Like, do you mind if we get a picture? And I was like, yeah, hold on. Like, just give us, like, a couple minutes. We're going to order our food first, um, set it down, and then, like, you can come back and take a picture. And the mom was like, no, we want to do it right now. Like, we came over here. That's rude. Like, you need to do it now. I was like, excuse you. That is I was psychotic. like, I said, yes, just give me a minute. Like, like we're not on your time. Like, you are the one that interrupting our dinner. Like, yeah. you can wait. Like, I literally said, yes, just give us, like, a minute to order our food because we're hungry. Like, stuff like that really makes me mad. And, like, when people get mad, like, when celebrities don't take pictures with them, like, they're like, yeah, it's just one picture. I'm like, yeah, but if everyone says one picture, that's going to be 100 pictures. And you're going to, like waste the whole day like being famous like and not doing what you want to do so yeah there's a time and place to you know in, uh interact with the fans and take pictures but also like i know that they want like their personal time and private time especially if they're eating no like, like let you like just let them eat their food like they're humans <laughs> no it's it's crazy it's because think people need to think about it like this if how much would you pay to, to like i would pay you know Fifty dollars to maybe not. I'd pay twenty dollars to take a picture with Kevin Durant. I really like Kevin Durant. I think it'd be cool to have a picture with him. I'd pay twenty dollars. Mm -hmm. 
So this is kind of like me going to Kevin Durant and being like, hey, can I just take $20 out of your wallet? Can I just take yeah. a thing that's worth $20 to me? Uh, but it's free. And then if he says no, then I go, well, I put money into your wallet by being a fan. And it's like, yeah, but if everybody took $20 that wanted yep. it. So, yeah, people don't think about the cumulative effect of it. And then the other thing is you were saying I would like to do this picture, but it has to work with my timeline. What if you were in surgery? What if, like, they were doing surgery <laughs> on you? And the person was like, can I take a picture? And you're like, after surgery. And they flipped out in the same way. Like, you're eating. It's a human mm -hmm. need. That's insane. No, people like, need to grow up in terms of this this facet of life. Yes, exactly. I was just really mad because I said, yes, just give me a minute to order my food. You did the That's, most I was really polite. Alone. I was like, I said, yes. I didn't even say no. I could have <laughs> said, no, I'm eating. Like, leave me alone. I said, yes, just give me a second. I was so mad. Were you... Were you eating or were you trying to figure out what to order? Because they're both No, we stressful wanted to order food. our food. Yeah, we wanted to order our food because it was busy. Yeah. So we wanted to, like, get our order in and then, okay, we have time. That's why I was like, you it's, can't, like, yeah. ah! I'm getting mad thinking about it again. <laughs> I'm getting mad hearing about it. It's crazy. Yeah, I was like, but, yeah, so uh, people don't know what Justin Timberlake, like, maybe – Maybe Justin Timberlake was bringing Alicia Wainwright home to just to Jessica Biel. Like you don't know how great his life is. It's probably right. better than ours. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, like they have no idea. Like mind your business. You don't know how they live, what their marriage is like. Yeah. You don't know. The public like, owes Jessica Biel an apology because now she can never hang out with Alicia Wainwright. You know? Yeah, pretty Her much. Her hands will be cold in perpetuity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I I really felt this way with the Kevin Hart stuff because they literally tried to tank his movie and destroy his marriage. And, you know, I'm friends with people who are friends with people who are friends with people with Kevin Hart. It's not like right. I know him, but I know a little bit through just some, like, proximity. And uh, his wife knows that he has girlfriends. She's yeah. been known. She was a girlfriend. Exactly. In his first marriage, he was cheating, and she yes. was a girlfriend. She was his Los Angeles girlfriend. And now she is aware that that is part of their relationship, and he's very honest with her about it, and he doesn't owe honesty to the public. And I feel like no. Justin Timberlake's probably same thing. I'm sure his wife – I mean, they've had a very successful marriage in Hollywood. I'm sure his wife kind of knows him. Right. So, and we don't. I'm not saying he does that stuff. That I mean, that stuff. I'm not saying he has uh, a polyamorous relationship with his wife, but he might, and we don't know. And the fact that people, just like people in the middle of the country or wherever in the country, demand an apology because they've listened to a song of his—that's crazy. Right. I mean, this is how I would feel. Like, if I wasn't to to date like a superstar athlete or a celebrity, I just feel like. I would have to make it known, like, okay, I know you're going to do your own thing, and that's, okay, well, I want to be okay with it, but if I did, like, yeah. okay, that's fine. But, like, just don't make me look stupid. So, like, for example, Kevin Hart, he got caught in the public, like, don't make me look stupid. Sure. Same thing with, like, Chloe and Tristan. Like, if they were together, I'd be like, yo, you can do whatever you want, <laughs> but, like, quit getting caught in the media. Like, you make me look dumb. Yeah. And now Chloe looks dumb for all that stuff she did. But what like, if you... just don't do it. Like, just go to a room and, like, don't be stupid. But, that's why, like, if I went that route, that's how I feel. Because okay. there's no way they're all going to be 100% faithful all the time. I There's no way. 
I don't I, believe it. No, I I I hear that a hundred percent. But what if you were in your ideal Chris Brown Rihanna thruple? How do you guys navigate that as public figures? Whoo! Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. You guys That's... go out in shifts, or is what is Chris? <laughs> I mean, I think the best move is probably you keep Chris Brown a secret because the public would be madder about Chris Brown and Rihanna being back together than any other aspect of that. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, he, that... he can't keep a secret. That man has no chill. No chill. <laughs> when he wanted it with Migos, I was like, you're so far out of your depth. Like, yo, I was. <laughs> I don't know what he be doing sometimes. I just saw on Instagram he, like, colored his hair, like, tie-dye. <laughs> and I was reading the comments, and I was like, oh, my God, I love you, Chris. You're so fine. I really want to comment, like, yo, what are you doing? Like, he's, this is not cute. He's but doing the Brad like, Pitt thing. Like, Brad Pitt grew a beard that looked nasty just to see if he could ever be bad-looking, and he couldn't. And Chris Brown's trying to do that. He's going to end up with a face tattoo. That's the logical progression of this. Probably. I mean, he got like a head tattoo, neck tattoos, so I really <laughs> hope he doesn't get a face tattoo though, because that's not... Uh... I did like when he threw a bottle at Tony Parker though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was it before or after Tony Parker hooked up with his teammate's wife? That was a thing where it was like, it was pretty clear to the public what what happened there, so that was a little different. Yeah, that was a little different, but it's just still, he just, he need to, I don't know, he need to do something. Make some more music, Chris. Stop doing this weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I love that this became a uh, a PSA for Chris Brown, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So here's, a, here's another thing I was really excited to talk to you about. So on the internet and just forever, well, not forever, but like people have been talking about the term basketball genius. I feel like it started with LeBron, like maybe 10 years ago. I don't think it was always a thing, mm-hmm. um, but now I see it on the internet a ton. Like people are being called basketball geniuses, uh, especially people like Kyrie, who if they act weird and are good at basketball, then that elevates it. What do you, what do you think of the idea of a basketball genius? And then we can talk about who qualifies. I mean, I don't know. Like, you mean a basketball genius, like... So, like, with... So, people... There's also the term comedy genius that is maybe the lowest form of genius one can have in terms of contributing (laughs) to society. And to me, it's, like, somebody who reinvents comedy, like somebody like Will Ferrell or Dave Chappelle that is doing a thing I've never seen done. Or, like, Maria Bamford's another example. There's a... Anybody's doing like a new thing that I've never seen done. I don't look at comedy genius in terms of who are the biggest stars because I think somebody like Paul Rudd is a giant star and really talented, but I wouldn't call him a comedy genius. But right. then there's Patrice O'Neill who is basically unknown, but I would consider a comedy genius. But like to me, a comedy genius is somebody who does comedy in a way that I've never seen it done before. Um, but with basketball – it seems like there are certain arbitrary rules on it, um, like one being that you basically have to be a point guard or point forward to be called a basketball genius. It seems like. I mean, yeah, just because, like, if you look at how a game goes, if you're an all-star center, like Shaq, for example, but you can't have a guard that can give you the ball, like, you're not going to shine. And, like, you don't think so? Guard, no, I mean, like, obviously he's going to be a beast, but, like... But Shaq's doing different. stuff that we hadn't really seen before Shaq. 
I mean, yeah, but I'm just thinking, like, as a post player, you just know, like, if you have guards that are trash, then it's, <laughs> like, it's very difficult to sure. play. So, of course, Shaq is going to be dominant, but you never, like, I don't know how to, like, say this. Like, they never, I don't know, guards control a lot of the game. Like, mm-hmm. they pick the offense. They, you know, have the ball in their hand most of the time. Like, they make they're the, the choices. Yeah, like they, they're, you know, the point guards are the leaders, so to speak. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you, Shaq could be the captain of the team, but you know, the point guards are the leader. Like, they kind of run the show. So it's hard to, I think it's hard for, you know, like a center to be considered a basketball genius. Well, I don't know. Cause well, Shaq definitely changed the game though. That's the thing. But, so I would definitely put guys like Tim Duncan and KG in that category, but I don't think most people would in terms of a basketball genius. Cause like KG was in the NBA what, 16 years? He was never out of position on defense. Like, after his second or third year, he just was in the right place every time for 82 games in a row, 17. Right. It, it's crazy when you watch just old KG clips. And Tim Duncan, similar. you know. And also, uh, the offense didn't run through him, but it only worked because of him. With both yeah. guys, really. So, but that's the thing. Like, with post players, it's just tough, like, because they're, like, they don't have the ball in their hand most of the time. Like, obviously it's a shoot, but, like, to set up the play, like, they're not bringing the, the ball down the court. So when you look at, like, people, like, leaders and leaders of teams, you think of, obviously, guards. And then if you're thinking of, like, someone who's a basketball genius, you're going to think of, like, someone who runs a team, ball in their hand, who makes, you know, the right decisions, which is most of the time a guard. But you do have those instances, like you said, like, where the offense can run through Duncan and, like, he makes it work, but you know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense, but it makes yeah. sense in my head. No, it makes sense. It definitely <laughs> makes sense. Um, and then the other wrinkle that I think is a little – I mean, this one actually makes sense to me – is if you're a hyper-athletic, it's harder to be called a basketball genius. Like, nobody's calling Giannis a basketball genius, even though he makes every choice for that offense, but it's because – Yeah, they call him a freak. Yeah. Like <laughs> – yeah, no, it's it's literally like, well, it's such a genius choice that he jumped over two guys and dunked <laughs> on them. Yeah, like, I mean, I would not choose to do that, so. Uh, yeah, I could not, sense. so that choice is not available to me. <laughs> right. Like, uh, yeah, now that you say that, it is kind of crazy. Like, yeah, it's the people who, like, have to play smarter because they aren't as athletic. But, but if, I mean. But LeBron was kind of the first person – I think he was the first person I ever heard called a basketball genius. And then it was, like, applied retroactively to Bird and Magic, it feels like. And yeah. I don't think anybody before that really gets called that. So, yeah, and I have to think about it. It's just – never... It's a Go weird ahead. thing because uh, it's, it's considered – like the highest tier of, I think online at least, and not like on Reddit and those places, it's considered the highest compliment you can give a basketball player. Um, and then there are guys who people really debate on whether they are or not. Like two of the big ones that people debate about are Harden and Steph Curry, because mm-hmm. with Harden they're like, oh, it's he's just, uh, you know, like cheat coding the game, and with Steph Curry they're like, he's just a shooter. And then other people be like, no, look at this one pass that he did that's really good. And that's the other thing is that uh, so many players make great choices. So it's what's the threshold of like is uh, is Chris Paul a basketball genius? I, I would say he 
makes choices as well as LeBron. I mean, he, you know, he doesn't have some of the tools LeBron has. Um, I don't know if I would call him a genius. It's just, it's a tough situation. Like every point guard can't be a genius. Like, True, but everybody considers know. Kyrie a genius, and Chris Paul has a better body. Does Chris Paul have a better body of work than Kyrie? I mean, Kyrie has the one championship. That's a really big deal. But Kyrie's never been a legit MVP candidate. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's tough. I mean, yeah, I don't know, actually. And then the other thing is with – and this is another way that it's really biased towards point guards is if you break people's ankles, then people will elevate you. Even though to break somebody's ankles, you kind of just – what do you have to do? You have to kind of be watching their chest when you do one crossover to decide if you're going to do another one or not. Like, it's not like Well, as someone science. who has never crossed over anybody and broke their <laughs> ankles, um, I don't know what to tell you. I think they just, you know, you just got some handles. You try to mess them up and make them go left when you go right. I don't know. But it's not I'm, like I'm a – G- Yeah. I'm going to ask Bria. We play Bria on Bria's team on Sunday. I'll ask her after cool. the game. Yeah, that would actually that would be great. Yeah, please. I'm like Bria, so how you how you break someone's ankle? What you do? She <laughs> did this nice little step back though. A lot of the time you just lose your footing, like the defender lose their footing, and like that kind of sucks because it yeah. looks bad. It's just like damn. <laughs> yeah, but, that's that's the other thing too is uh, it's like there's factors in it too. Like if that part of the court is wet, that the viewer on TV has no idea about. Yeah, or it's like. Cause like overseas, there's a lot of uh stickers they put on the court, so it's like slippery. So like I almost got crossed last year because I slipped on the sticker, but like, I I caught myself, but like it could have been bad, but like it didn't look too bad. But it's just like it's a sticker, like it's not my fault, or like like I said, if the court is wet or someone's like a lot of times, there was a couple times Kyrie or Steph like stepped on somebody's foot, and mm-hmm. so they fell back. So I'm like, damn. I mean, it looks bad, but okay, like. You're, you you couldn't move like they was on your foot like it's it's tough. Here's I don't how want you, that problem. Here's how you know if somebody is a franchise player if they get crossed over and their ankles get broken and then after the play uh the like janitorial staff immediately runs onto the court and like mops up that area like it was slick. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sounds, sounds about right. But uh yeah, so uh going back to the basketball genius thing uh the. I've heard uh, Maya Moore be called a basketball genius and Diana Taurasi, and I was wondering who you thought, like, which WNBA players you think were. You know how, and in terms of the bias, I don't think I've ever heard anybody call Brianna Stewart a basketball genius, and I think that she should definitely be in that category. Um, um, I mean, I think Maya and Diana definitely. I think Chelsea Gray, I mean, yeah, she's one of my good friends, but I also yeah. think, like, her IQ is crazy. The way she sees the court is crazy. Like, some of the passes she makes is ridiculous. Like, to me, that makes her, like, a basketball genius. Like, sure. doing stuff like that. Like, I don't know if you've seen her play, like, that much, but... Yeah, no, last year, I mean, I thought that she was the... She should have been the MVP runner-up. Was she the MVP runner-up? Um, Like, not this past year, the year before. I think I've heard Deladon be called it as well. But, uh, yeah, no, this this last season, wasn't... Was she the... Runner up for MVP this year? Because, I mean, I thought she was the second best player in the WNBA. I don't know, actually. Now that you say that, I don't remember. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, I would like, she, she's definitely, I mean, I would consider her a genius or like super close to it. Like, she's going to be, 
However long she want to play, like, she is definitely going to be a beast. Like, the way she passes is, like, ridiculous. And Slooty. Vander Slooty. Oh, yeah. Is another one. You know what you need to tell her to do, too? You, they, part of it, you can really help your stock as a basketball genius by giving bad and or rude interviews post-game. Like, <laughs> Kyrie and Rondo each elevated themselves 10 spots just by being rude to media members. It really helps. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll slide that little uh, information her way. Maybe she'll uh, take your advice. She, I mean, she's a really polite interview. I've listened to interviews with her, and she's – always polite to the media she needs to start telling them that they don't get it and you know just like maybe the world is flat yeah well, well that that's been done so maybe she should be like you know the sun is flat or something different i don't know like the sun is cold actually <laughs> that would be great. i heard it that would be i'm great. gonna i'm gonna start that rumor you should i mean espn would actually pick that up they would pick, actually you really should because that is what it's just like with the Justin Timberlake thing. That's what sports media has become now. It's like 10 seconds about a guy who's playing great and 30 minutes on whether Lala Anthony is owed an apology by Stephen A. Smith or whatever. It's just craziness. It's so bad. It is so bad. The Internet is going to be the death of all of us. It's so bad. Yeah. No, the Internet but ruined so ESPN. Funny. ESPN used to be a great place to watch sports, and now – you just get to hear about if Tom Brady will still be playing at 75. <laughs> I don't think he's going <laughs> to. I don't know. He might. I heard he's thinking about the 80-year-old uh, retirement mark. I don't know. Yeah. Just what I've been hearing on the streets out here. I don't know. <laughs> if he – yeah. It is crazy how long he's been – do you ever just go – like when Tom Brady started playing in the NFL uh, I was a fan of Good Charlotte. Like it's that long ago. That he's been in the NFL, you know? Yeah, well, I don't even know who Good Charlotte is. You don't know the band? Yeah, they were like, they were like Blink 182. They had a moment in like 2001. It, I'm not a fan of them anymore. I'm not, no, no hate to Good Charlotte, but that music is for sixth graders, I think. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, sixth grade, I was definitely listening to Destiny's Child, so. Yeah, when you were, when you, when Tom Brady entered the NFL, Destiny's Child had four members. Damn. That's a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's crazy. Damn. Uh, yeah, I think when Tom Brady entered the NFL, Jay-Z was probably still dealing drugs. I don't think he stopped until Tom Brady, like, won his first Super Bowl. That might be, that might not be true i think he actually yeah okay <laughs> who <laughs> knows i don't know i don't know when he stopped or started with that stuff um that's something right. i don't i don't have any mutual friends who have mutual friends with jay-z unfortunately you know what i did read the the jay-z biography that uh just came out like michael eric dyson i don't know if you know him he's like a it's like a speaker he goes around the country speaking about like po his point of view basically i don't know mm -hmm. um but yeah, he uh, he wrote a book about Jay Z. That's pretty good. I like it. I recommend it to people. Um, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any other basketball genius questions that I. So we talked about the bias against bigs, the bias against athletes. Uh, what do you? So who would you say are? I don't know. Who are the young players who you think? Can, and that's the other weird thing too is that. It's there's definitely a bias towards vets. The only young player I hear being talked about like a basketball genius is Luca, 
and that makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Why? Uh, because I don't know what Luca's doing that Giannis isn't, except for the three-point shooting, and that's not really like a genius thing. That's more of like a being able to shoot a three-pointer thing. Right. Yeah, I mean. And Ben Simmons is, you know, can do everything Luca can do as well, except shoot threes or alpha people the way Luca and Giannis can. Like Luca, right. Giannis, a few other guys can really, you know, take the life out of somebody. But yeah, like, what is why is Ben Simmons not? And then some people, yeah, Ben Simmons is another guy who's like a fringe debated about guy online. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It it would be weird. It's a little weird to me that you know what it's kind of like, uh, the Democratic uh, the Democratic candidates for president. Now that Kamala Harris dropped out, in the next debate, it's going to be six white people on the podium. Um, and it's just like a little weird that the Democrats are being represented by six white people. And yeah. that's kind of the same thing with Luca being. The one person, and then you're not gonna like this, but Jokic is another person that gets thrown in there. So it's like Luca and Jokic. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then Giannis is the best. Like, why? Why not Giannis? Why not Pascal Siakam? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I. I think Pascal Siakam. That's that might be overrating what he. You know what? I don't know. Why not him? <laughs> so all that just to say you don't know. <laughs> I don't know about Pascal Siakam, but you know who I do think is one, and nobody. Uh, mentions him is Kawhi. I think Kawhi for sure is a basketball genius. And I think that it's more uh it's more earned because he's gotten smarter at basketball every year in the NBA. Like LeBron basically it's not like he under he's LeBron's gotten smarter at basketball, but LeBron came in as a rookie seeing the court so thoroughly and in such creative ways. And Kawhi, it's like he learned that stuff. And he's at that level now, and that's crazy to me. And th- I think Kawhi uh, needs to be in that conversation as well. Yeah, I would agree. I think he he definitely is one. I'm trying to think of like young players, like you said, but my mind is I think I'm losing my mind because I'm having trouble <laughs> thinking of all the like the good young players that I would like even consider. Like, I don't even consider like Luca like that. Like yeah. he's I feel like he's just balling right now. Like that's it. Okay. Luca's uh just online Luca is like the poster child for this term right now. Really? Uh, it's yeah. like you can't see his name and not see basketball genius next to it. But yeah, Damn. nobody's nobody's really talking about Ja in that term. I think cuz people are also biased against super super fast guys cuz like nobody mentions Ja, nobody mentions Darren Fox, nobody mentions those kinds of point guards. Even Russell Westbrook never gets mentioned for that. It's like Russell Westbrook, people forget Russell Westbrook, before Paul George got there and after Kevin Durant left, he dragged that team to the playoffs himself. And it was really, really impressive. And people act like he was – look, Russell Westbrook has gotten less efficient. He was actually very efficient really up until like this year. I mean he's been very efficient, like one of the most efficient cornerstones in the NBA, I mean, he's less efficient than guys like LeBron or Harden or Giannis, but he's more efficient than a guy like Paul Pierce, who no, nobody was ever like, Paul Pierce is so inefficient. Right. So. Yeah, actually, now that you mention it, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, people love to hate on point guards that move faster 
than they could ever move and bigs that are more athletic and can jump higher than they could ever jump, you know? <laughs> Seriously, though. Like, nobody would ever call Blake Griffin a basketball genius, but Blake Griffin plays basketball as smart as anybody. And right now, he, like, if you watch him play, he is so uh, debilitated by all of his years of various injuries, and he's still playing great despite being hampered by all that stuff. So he's another guy where it's just people, you know, you dunk over a car and people will stop calling you, <laughs> well, they'll never call you a basketball genius. Of course not, you're too athletic. Stop yeah. dunk, jumping over cars and dunking it. He should have jumped over a stack of books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you need to do better. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I just think it's it's kind of weird all these biases around this this term and uh and yeah people you know what it really is like you people want you to fit into either the bird or magic template to call you that um because like people don't really call like people know that michael jordan i mean how could he not be a basketball genius right and same with i mean people call kobe that but i think it's because kobe has a lot of like fanatical fans who will do what I mean they they call him the Black Mamba like it's still so lame that he chose his nickname twice he was like Black Mamba Doberman it's just so lame that's the one thing I care about with the NBA moving forward is that people should not be choosing their own nicknames okay well I'll um send that to um what's his name Adam Silver and I let to let him know that um the players cannot pick their nicknames that's the thing I real he needs to shut that down. So um, yeah, sort yeah, things I'll, out I'll, with China, but I'll first word. make that rule that. <laughs> that yeah, yeah, I'll put in a word. Don't even worry about it. I got it. Has I got a WNBA it. player ever chosen her own nickname? Um, I don't think so. Who do you think has the best nickname in the WNBA? Stewie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, because people like rarely call her by her real name, like okay. rarely. Yeah. Like, unless it's, like, literally, even on TV, they call her Stewie. Like, she's just been Stewie. She used to hate that name, too. But yeah. she just you no, learned, to, learned to go with it. I agree with you. You know what it's kind of like? It's kind of like uh, Dirk had to be called Dirk because when you called him Nowitzki, it just didn't make sense. He doesn't look like a Nowitzki, and she doesn't – She it's not like she doesn't look like a Brianna, but she looks a lot more like a Stewie than a Stewart. If you called her Stewart, you'd be like, it doesn't make sense. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's a reach, but uh. – <laughs> Yeah. Well, the reason – well, I know we started calling her Stewie in college is because at the time we had a Bria and a Brie Banks, and we didn't want to call her Brie or Brianna because it was too many, like mm-hmm. – so it was like, Stewie. She's like, ah, no. But then, you know, kind of stuck. <laughs> We're like, oh, sorry. But it worked out. So uh, the last thing I wanted to talk with you about was uh, the newest Rick and Morty episode. Yeah. It's so it's good. It's so good. It's just the <laughs> best. Uh, it, it was the, the heist one. And it's, it's just so... Uh, it's such a good evisceration of heist movies where the funny thing about the episode is uh, it's, uh, this doesn't spoil anything, but Rick is complaining a lot about heist movies and Morty loves them. And Rick ends up legit spoiling the concept of a heist movie, not just for Morty, but for the audience going forward. Right. I'm like, 
I, yeah, I'm going to say too much if I talk about it, but it's just like, I don't understand how they come up with the content of the show. Like, I just, they have some really good writers. Like, I don't even know. Like, this is amazing. It's amazing. It's so, it is just amazing. I want to get one of their writers on here. I'm going to try to make that happen. But uh, I think for that one, they just, somebody was like, I love heist movies. How would Rick feel about them? And then they were all like, oh, of course he'd hate them. And of course then, he would. Like, he hates everything. He does. Besides drinking. Like, That's literally. True. No, you know, uh, yeah, you know who he would get along with. Who? From earlier in the podcast. Oh, Justin. <laughs> right? Yeah, they go on some adventures together and get into some trouble. <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you want to see Rick ruin next? What do you want to see Rick just tear apart? Um, I don't know. I don't, it, anything really? Did you end up watching? So you watched all of the seasons, I'm assuming. I haven't watched uh the second to la- uh, like the second most recent one of this, just because it's not available. Like I watched the uh the heist one on Adult Swim, and they haven't made the uh the one before it available online. But yeah, I've seen every other episode. Oh, if you go to like uh Kiss Cartoon, I think it's a it's like a bootleg site you can. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah. I'll send you a link, maybe. Yeah. You didn't hear this. I'm not doing anything illegal over this here. This is the <laughs> best public. We have two great public service announcements on this podcast, and this is the <laughs> right. best one. That's yeah. It. Um. But yeah, I think they have like I don't know if you watch like anime and stuff. I definitely don't. But I guess they have like all different types of cartoons on this one website. But they update it um like as soon as the new episodes come out. Boondocks so was the it. most. Boondocks was the most anime adjacent show that I ever really really oh, got into. Man. I love Boondocks. I wonder if they're, you heard that um, they're going to maybe have, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lewis? No. I don't know. Some lady's going to be, uh, it's because, you know, John Witherspoon passed away, so yeah. they're going to have, um, maybe you have, like, Lunell or something? Lunell or, a, like, a comedian play, uh. Yeah, but play, like, his sister. So Probably Lunell. Back. Probably, like, Lunell's one of the other, uh, like, great comedians of that era that's still doing stuff i think it's jennifer i don't know lewis? jennifer lewis yeah that's who it is jennifer lewis i haven't heard of her okay I'll... Yeah, she's like she's like older she's like 60 something black lady actress I'm trying to think what she's in she was the mom in um blackish or the grandma oh you got it. it yeah, yeah, yeah i know yeah, who I'm she her, is her. got it yeah she's very funny yeah, so I heard, I don't know if it's a true thing or not, but I heard that, I mean, she said she'd be down to play, like, the grandmother, so we'll see. The I only problem that. is, how is her character going to even be in a room with Uncle Ruckus? Like, that was one of oh, the most man. masterful <laughs> things that John Witherspoon was able to pull off with that character, is you were, like, you were like, oh, it's believable that this guy would tolerate Uncle Ruckus, but... Right, but she definitely would not. I don't know, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But nope. anyways, his cartoon. They got all the cartoons. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely go to that site at some point very soon. Yeah. Um yeah, you gotta catch up. But I was gonna say my whole point was if you ended up watching finish the season three because when they did the Vindicators thing and he was sawing them as Morty's <laughs> said, I was dying because I love the Saw movies. Like, oh, yeah. He was like, Are you seriously sawing the Vindicators? Like yes, and yeah. I just thought, I just thought it was so weird. That's one of my favorite episodes too. It was, 
that was really funny how he just takes the idea of being like the mastermind behind Saw and just go, does it, but apathetically. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm doing it, but kind of just to make a point. Like, I'm not passionate about it. Like, that's all he does. Like, even the um the episode when um the devil has all this cursed items. Yeah. Was just doing it just to make him mad. And then when he quit, he was like, well, I'm done now. Like, <laughs> I was like, he really just does it just to be an asshole. And then he's over it. Like, <laughs> Did you want to talk about Pickle Rick? Ah, oh, Pickle Rick, yeah. I mean, just to turn yourself into a pickle because you can. If you guys don't watch this show, I know this sounds like gibberish, but just go watch it. It'll make a lot more sense. It's such a great show. I will say about Pickle Rick, the first half of it where it's like uh, John Wick parody, I loved. And then <laughs> the ending, like the next part, I was like a little frustrated by. And then the ending with the therapist where she kind of goes, yeah, I get it. I get what your point of view is, but – Here's a thing you've never considered. I thought that was, yeah, it was a great episode of television. Yeah, it was good. It's so good. And there's so many, like, one-liner jokes. I just think they're so funny and, like, just mm-hmm. dry humor. And I'd be dying. Yeah. I had my one of my friends watch it with me. I was like, yo, don't be weirded out. But, like, this show is weird. But, like, it's so good. <laughs> And then she was dying. Like, she was cracking up. And she's like, this shit is so stupid. It doesn't make no sense. But, wait, rewind it because I didn't hear what they said. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has, I was like, yeah. it has some of the best jokes uh, I've ever heard. And it'll be woven into stuff that you go, how is there going to be anything funny about this? Like, just them arguing at the breakfast table. And then, yeah, <laughs> it's it's such a good show. Yeah, it really it, – when you talk about the show – you do sound – it would sound like gibberish to anybody who hasn't seen the show before. Like the Toxins yeah. episode, that was another one where I was just blown away by how good it was because uh, – and this also doesn't spoil anything. But at the beginning of the episode, they go to a – actually, yeah, it would spoil something. I don't want to spoil any of this. This show is so good. People need to watch it. And where can they watch it? Kiss Cartoon? They can watch yep. all of it. Well, I don't know if it's on Netflix, but the first three it's seasons not. are on Netflix. Oh, it is over here. Sorry. Well, oh. go to Europe, and then you can watch it on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> or if you're in the States, Kiss Cartoon. They have all the – it's a bootleg site, so, yeah. You know. I like that you give people a legal alternative of flying <laughs> to Europe so they can watch Rick and Morty. Yes, fly to Europe, and then you'll be able to watch it. So. Okay. You're well, welcome. I you're think – <laughs> that's a good place uh i think to end for to give people that really really good advice yeah i also have a team dinner to go to so you know yeah. can't be late i'm really excited <laughs> it's italian night and our italian is cooking and she said just to bring my appetite so that's what i'm doing that's dope that's oh i'm jealous all right great have fun <laughs> at that dinner kia and uh thanks to everybody who's listening and uh we'll see you guys again next week yep see you guys take care We'll